Dicko, he's here. Yeah, I'm here. The expert in human cleanliness and Croft. <laughs> call me Skiddy. Croft. Croft's here. That's my new well. name. Croft. That's my new name. Hi. Croft. We've got to up the ante. We've got to up the ante yeah. this week because yeah. last week we were a little bit down. Yeah. All right. So we want uh, you to get on, get online and give us a vote on uh, are you over barley or not? <laughs> Where I'm over oh, barley. Do Croft, you like giving Croft yourself is the world's skiddies. staunchest advocate of barley? He will. <laughs> Absolutely, just defend Love to the hilt. He loves it. Oh, look, Harley's waiting, isn't he? He'll finger it. He'll finger All right, so yeah, we're here. Everyone having a good week. That's we went, the podcast. We went to the gym just before. Fuck, we did. Eh? Trained a bit was, of shoulders. A little bit of shoulders. Got it. it was, got um, it absolutely going. Yeah, pretty. All right, I'll, um, uh, Dicko, you can take us through the news. Oh, the news. So McGovern has re-signed. He has, yeah. Um, Five years was it? Yeah, for $6 million. I He's didn't think the Eagles Battered away potential suitors. Do that. Uh, see this... you in five. Old mate got done for tripping and punching. Old Hawthorne. Oh, how? Yep. How did he do it? What's his first name? Um, Ben. No, it isn't. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel how? Yeah, he's done. He what else done happened in. in the match review panel? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Harley yeah. Ben, was that implying yeah. he's going to play? Yeah, well, he wait, he's Harley's weight near his end as Dockers load up. Oy. Has, was Richard saying he was never going to play again? Yeah, Richard's full of shit. He said that about four times. Well, how many he's times getting a contract he extension, they said last week. Did they really? Yeah. He must be getting like $200. <laughs> there's, 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 it's probably mostly conditional. Like it'd probably be like two hundred thousand base pay, and then there'll be all these like if you play X amount of games, you get another whatever. Yeah. One of the, it'll be one of those jobs uh, you would think. But I mean, why not? He's only twenty five, twenty six, whatever it is. They put this much effort into him, may as well. Yeah, if he's not that old, if he's just coming good, may as well. Give may him as well give him a cheap contract, yeah, and then yeah. if yeah. he guns it, then yeah. it's not like anyone. Like he's he's an absolute fucking superstar. Um, so he's still better than just some random rookie list player. No, true. He's, if he can get healthy, then... True. Um, I'll be back. He's going to smash it. All right, so... Are we still going through the other, news? Yeah, other, other news okay. that happened. Did you see this thing about uh, Nathan Buckley said he's met with Tom Lynch already? Yeah, no. that's it. I did see that, yes. Interesting, isn't it? Tis Is it? We might, we'll discuss that a bit more. Are they even right? allowed to do that? Are they allowed to say well, that? I think they're allowed to do what they want. They obviously are. Um, yeah. All right, well, what we're going to do, we'll get, take us through the chocolates. There, okay, okay, chocolates. St. Kilda versus Richmond D on Prestia. Ten votes. And oh. Dustin Martin. Oh, he's back. He's back. Um, Collingwood versus North Melbourne. Scott Pendlebury. Oh, to Pendlebury. And Jordan Degoe. Nine votes each. Aaron Young. Youngie. Eight <laughs> <laughs> <He> votes. <laughs> yeah, was, I can't believe Cold Coast won. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, Lockie Weller got five votes. Oh, it, you know, he's pick. getting paid that much fucking money. And uh, Aratio Fantasia, not mm. Aratio, Aratio. Yeah. Uh, he got 10 votes. First Essendon. I thought Fremantle should have won that game. Oh. Fremantle. Brisbane versus Adelaide. Fremantle. Sorry, Fremantle. Hugh Greenwood and Matt Crouch shared oh, the chocolates. DeLong versus Melbourne. Tom oh, Hawkins. What he a ran game. ran right. We'll, we'll talk about that game. Um, Carlton versus Hawthorne. Tom Mitchell, another oh, three votes. Mitch. West Coast versus Western Bulldogs. Elliot Yo. Yowie. Jeez, he'll be up there as well. Important there. No votes for Paddy Cripps. Look at our Port Adelaide GWS. The highest voter was six. Oh, it means it was an even, even spread. spread. Even spread. Yep. So Maxi Gorn still leads. Maxi. Maxi Gorn get any votes this week? Uh, 
Um, no, so um, the two leaders got nothing, but you know who caught up? Your man, Tommy, Tommy Mitchell. Mitchell he did. Sitting in third now. Ooh. He might win everything, Tommy Mitchell, this year. He could do it. He could be the one. All right, Dicko, now give us your oh, votes. My vote? Oh, you're, you're geez, going okay. Yeah. Okay. Eggman. Let's put Elliot Yo one vote. Oh, yowie. Um, Aratio Fantasia, Fantasia, two yep. votes. Leon Prestia, meatball. three votes. The human meatball. Four votes. Tom Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Five votes. Tom Hawkins. Okay. He's onto it. He's onto it. We thought we trapped him. Yeah. But. Croft, do you want to go next? Onto it. I'm cracking the egg I just cooked, boys. Uh, yeah, I think mine's exactly the same as his, actually. Of course it is. Funnily enough. Of course, because I'm fucking the genius. Cracking an egg. Yeah, well, let's see. So how was it one? Is. Was it one vote, Elliot? You? Yeah. Was it? He gave. Yeah. Two votes. Arazio Fantasia. Co. Don't be fucking BT. Arazio. Arazio. Three votes. Dion Prestia. Four votes. Tom Mitchell. Five votes. Tom. Oh fucking hell! You're good, bro. I'm gonna go. Five votes. Nat five. No. No. One vote to Des Headland. Prestia. One vote to Prestia. Is he going that count? Two votes to Orazio Fantasia. Three votes to Tom Mitchell. Uh, four votes to Tom Hawkins. And five votes to Zach Tui. What? Because <laughs> he won it. He had Congratulations. to. Congratulations. The clutchest player of the of the week. He we'll, won it. We'll message him and tell Don't him. Don't worry about Tom. Don't worry about Tom Hawkins. I mean, we'll I gave Tom Hawkins votes still because he was very good. What, mi- what minute is it? We'll make sure we tell him to listen to the, this minute. The Superman. I don't he know. Got, what do you call it? Do you reckon he's going to just like, at the start of the next game, he's just going to walk out and start at full forward? Yeah, just like probably. they're going to be like, yeah, you're on the flank there, no. Tui. He's like, nah. He's nah. just going to go there the last minute of every game. I hope he does it At least he can't take the piss like in interviews. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fucking easy. I can't <laughs> I've never seen him take a contested mark. It was actually a good mark. All right, um, so that's our that's our votes done. Now we'll get into our uh, topics for discussion. Topics for discussion. All right. The first thing I'll talk about, um, and I don't know, you might not have seen it, Richard. So maybe you want. I played the game, seen it. You might want to. Whoops! I just clicked on. I don't know what I did. Can you? Anyways. Um, did you see the thing about Bernie Vince? No. Okay, so obviously I've... that was the game. He plays for Melbourne, so that was the, the heartbreaking loss, right? Yes. At the end of the game, yep. Bernard, you know, all the Melbourne players had their heads in their hands and they were devastated at that. And Bernard was standing there talking to Paddy Dangerfield, obviously former teammates of the Adelaide Crows. Oh, yes, they were laughing, having fun. And they were having a bit of a laugh, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it picked up some traction in the media because like... people were saying... You, it's not a good look or you know people always have their yeah, opinions yeah. on post game stuff like some people are like I don't care it doesn't matter you, you you know it's just a game other people are like no a loss like that you shouldn't be laughing or something like when you lose you should never be laughing just you know what what are your like maybe not that specific incident because he I think he said that they were talking about his family or something like they they know each other so he made like a joke and he laughed with it I think it really depends on <laughs> someone like me when I lose, I get really fucking pissed off and I probably yeah. just want to punch everyone. Yeah. Whereas some people are like, like in, like in basketball, I don't care, bro. You know, yeah. Like, you know, proper thing. 
I think it's just a person. Data. It's a it's a person by person basis. Like some people are like that, and then some people aren't. And I don't think that's anything against him. Like funny things are still funny when you lose. If somebody says a joke and it's funny, it's not not funny because you just lost a game of football, right? Right. It's still going to be funny, so you're still going to laugh. Like he's not going to be in depression because he lost like one round, think, like, of one week of football. I'm sure he's lost other games of football. He's probably good at it. Some of the fans will for Melbourne, and then some of the Melbourne fans will be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's laughing." But some of them are probably like, "No." What? What I think gets probably lost when, and this is like it gets brought up in uh, NBA and stuff as well. And what probably gets lost from like a casual fan or like competitive person, and I'm very competitive. So I was same as like Dico was saying. I normally you know, I suck it up and shake hands with the other team after the game, but I'm definitely not laughing and joking. But the difference is that these guys, like when, when you play amateur footy or something, you very rarely play against the same people like multiple years in a row. Yeah, and they you know each not other. not friends. Yeah. These guys play on the same, they were mates. Like I've played footy against my cousin before and I, after the game, will, you know, have yeah, a it's chat true. with him or whatever it's true. and have it's a laugh. When, you when know it's someone you know, like if we were playing one, if I played one-on-one and a random person at like a rec center came and said, let's play one-on-one basketball, I would be as brutal as I could be. And at the end of the game, I would be like, I, I'd like to think that win or lose, I'd be like, you know, sportsmanly or whatever and like say, oh, good game. But I wouldn't be fucking super friendly, especially if I lost. But if we're mucking around and playing a game, like I might be salty. You're still going to be I friends be salty or whatever. But like, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, you know, glum fucking aged. I'd still have a laugh. If you <laughs> said something funny, I'd still laugh. You know what I mean? Like we're still mates. So I think that's the thing that you probably gets a little bit lost is that even though they are, and that's one thing everyone said from Melbourne's point of view about Bernie Vince is that no one could accuse him of not giving 100% every time he plays and being desperate to win. Yeah. They, but I think when you're like, they, they know each other, they're friends. It's not like they're just playing against strangers and he's just out there making best mates with the guy that just beat him. It's not the same thing, and it's even though it's a physical sport, even you watch like even in like UFC and stuff, people because they a lot of them know each other, they've trained together, so they're after the fight and they've just been beating the shit out of each other. This is just a like a ball sport, even yeah. though it's physical. I think yeah, it's a totally different thing. Uh, the only the only time I would have an issue with it is if Patrick Dangerfield had absolutely fucking laid out, I don't know, Max Gorn or something, and like broke his jaw during the game. And then Bernie was laughing with him because in that time, in that <laughs> mate, situation, you fucked him up, eh? you've got to stick up for your teammate above your friend in that situation. So you need to did, not be. Did anyone see Pendlebury um, bounce on the pigeon? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so that's my the pigeon. Yeah, you, I agree. Do you agree with that? Like, I think yeah, I agree. we get it gets lost that they actually know each other outside yeah. of football. And well, once yeah. the game's over, it's like, well, game's over. From a fan's perspective, like you know, you're never happy when your team loses a game, and you're yeah. always pretty like down. And yeah, fans see, are always salty. It's not. Yeah, they're going to be really it's salty like buddy about ki- it. Uh, I was kissing Buddy that time during a game. I hear that because they played together and know each other. He wouldn't have to anyone. No, yeah. of course. It's like a yeah. So yeah, I yeah. There's not much. There's not much. In it. I think yeah, you got to separate. I think once that siren goes, I think they're moving on to next week, and you know they're allowed to. Have, yeah, know, have like you'd be disappointed, and I'm sure he was disappointed to lose, but you. Like he's having a laugh with his mate or whatever. Yeah, say something. I don't think. Yeah, so. Like let, let's put it this way. Like. Um, the coach isn't going to pull him aside and go, hey, that's not, that's not on. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to give a shit. It's just people saying that they don't like it and yeah. that's their problem. <laughs> like, you might make it a thing, and like Jordan Lewis said this, and I, like, he, he's always um, consciously made an effort to not, like, smile or be jovial if they've lost on the field. Yeah. 
And but, that's probably some of that you could just say is like almost just a perception. That's almost like that media training. Yeah. Like they, is, they yeah. like he's media trained himself because he knows that that's going to happen. And that's well, He's a pretty competitive. He says yeah. well, he doesn't like it when players do that, but he says he understands the Bernie thing because they're friend, they're mates, like they're yeah. former teammates. So it's different. Like I'm sure against Hawthorne, if Ruffy came up after the game, he's not going to be like, you know, give him a cold shoulder kind of handshake. He'd be, yeah. you know. At the end of the game, at the end of the day, it's a fucking game. Like, lighten yeah. up. <laughs> All right. Now, what about what uh, the Tom Lynch thing, him meeting with Nathan Buckley? What do you reckon about that and that sort of thing in general? Like, players during the season while they're still playing. Yeah, I don't think it's Particularly be. the captain of the yeah. club. That's so bad. That's oh, I mean, massive. I don't think there's anything wrong with it happening. Like, Buckley just shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, he shouldn't have. But that's always going to happen no matter yeah, what. That's going to happen. It is weird. Like, you never really... Like, when do you ever hear about a, a well, coach I coming out and saying... Like, that yeah, it's weird that, it's weird that he's happened. come out. It's like, not weird. That would have happened heaps like of times. NBA word, but I would have thought that's... NBA, like... Out. Yeah, in, in NBA, like, you... You can't even suggest It's illegal it. for you to even say another player's name almost in, like, a media yeah. conference. Otherwise, like, the Lakers got done for tampering because... Like they joked about getting a player or something. Like it was just a joke, like off the cuff joke, and they get fined hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think it's really bad. And from Tom Lynch, what it is is it it's it's one of those things. Is like everybody knows it happens, even though it's not allowed to happen. So it's going to happen anyway. So there's really no point. But like, yeah, definitely making it public is weird. But normally, like, that's strange. That's maybe strange it's just what they say. And, that's but maybe yeah. you could give us insight. I don't know if you ever know anything about any of like Dennis's when he was coming out of contract, what happened with teams that were interested in how the process went. Did but they talk I, like mid-season I thought they like, come to get your offers? manager and yeah, then at the end of the true. year, the manager presents to the It wasn't at the end of the year. He, he right. would have talked to people before the end of During the year. The, yeah. Because yeah. well, you have to suss out. I, I suppose, yeah. That's the thing that's hard as well because as, uh, as fans, and this is the thing that happened, we always, I always refer to like NBA Happens the NBA bit as well, but like as fans, you we'll compare it to the um, netball. You align yourself. <laughs> you align yourself with a team, right? So you you tend to take or in AFL, you, know, you, you align yourself with a team. You tend to take the team's side. So like if you're a, and it's different for Tom Lynch because he's a clearly sought after player that's got a long career and big money off him. But for someone like a Dennis who was like a you know, not not top ten at the club player kind of thing, and <coughs> yeah, probably never was offered. No like one a, even he cares. wasn't offered like a six year deal or something. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying from the players' perspective. So as fans, we're always like, oh well, Tom Lynch shouldn't be yeah. doing this to the end of the season. He should be focusing right now. But really, if you are a worker who works on a contract, yeah, exactly, it's exactly, it's you, your job. You it's do, irrelevant. You do need to look at your options before the. You don't want to get to the point where your yeah. contract's over and then be like, because what obviously this is not going to happen to Tom Lynch clearly. But if you were a player that's like... Isn't he out for the rest of the season? Oh, I don't know, probably. Tom Lynch, yeah. Let's say um, someone like Cam Sutcliffe at Fremantle right now, who might get retained by Fremantle, but he's 26 years old, he's been in and out of the team, played all the games with Peel the last two years. He might not be retained. So he'd be well within his rights. Like He'd need to be getting his manager to ask around other teams and, and trying to find out if it's going to be interest for him. Or like Michael Barlow in his last year at Freo had to yeah. do that sort of thing. because So that you can you, make You can't plans. wait to the end of the year and then yeah. at the exit meeting, Ross Lyon or whatever coach it is is like, oh, sorry, mate, we're going to go a different direction. And then all of a sudden you're trying to get... Well, while teams are focusing on the draft and other yeah. things, like you'd want to be trying to, to see at least if there's any interest out there beforehand. 
And so yeah. I think that's no. something. Another thing, again, you get lost as like a fan probably because we think about, oh, well, you can't do this because you don't want him to leave your club for the, these marquee players. But really, you've got to think like just because he's a superstar, he shouldn't have to operate different than like a, a mid-level player that's got to look at his future. He's a contracted worker, an employee coming to the end of his contract. And even though it's not a good look, I think the main thing is like because he's the captain of your team, it's pretty... It just shouldn't have yeah, come, it just shouldn't have come out. Yeah, it's it shouldn't have you don't out. want to know about it. It's one of those things that we all kind of know what's going on, but you don't want to know about it. Like it's, Richmond fans, but Dustin like Martin. He, probably, he might have met with the coach of another club. Yeah. We just don't know about it. Yeah. No, I just Bart don't think... Probably did as well. I, mean, I just don't think they Buckley They all say afterwards, like, no, I never ended up meeting with anyone, but they probably did. Of course they did. Yeah. And like, if you... Of course ever, they did. If you ever watched the... Um, Fucking idiot. Ben Cousins, Such Is Life documentary thing. Um, me- remember in the media, it was like, oh, there was like a few reports of things, but... He got to the point at St Kilda where they, they took photos with him and Ross Lyon at Eddie Had Stadium. They were presenting him a, a St Kilda jumper, taking photos. They were that far along. And then they that. found something out. They they changed their mind and backed out of it. And then the same thing happened at Collingwood. So that's how far along. And obviously he, was like he wasn't with the club at that time. So it's slightly different. But I'm just saying a lot of stuff goes on behind the scenes that we don't know yeah. about. I don't probably need to know about. Well, that's, that's, that's the other thing. Like, like as, <laughs> yeah. as, as an aside, like that's you know oh, when you talk shit. about trades and off-season rumors and stuff like that, and like people float a thing and they'll say, "I heard from such and such that this is going to happen," and then it doesn't happen, and everybody's like, "Oh, why didn't that happen? You said it was going to happen." It was like it probably was at that time. Yeah, potentially, and yeah. then it didn't. Like, but everybody always jumps on that person and says, well, you, "You're full of shit. Well, you I lied." Think, but they might they might have just said that was the that was the word at the time. I think there is a lot of bullshit that gets reported, especially when it's like you know backdoor shit on like there's so many Facebook pages and stuff. Not like Yana looks Facebook page. We no. only report facts. We don't really report but, anything. But any other one, <laughs> yeah, so we don't report bullshit. But. Well, that's you know, no, you know, we could probably get really popular from reporting bullshit. Oh, we you would, know. absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. A lot of like forums and stuff, you're going to see shit on there and like some of it might be coming from something legitimate. Right, some you of just need people just... You need all the clickbait ones, you know, the ones where and then you have yeah, to click next on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like all the ones... Tom like, Lynch just signs for you wouldn't know who, <laughs> you wouldn't guess who. Yeah. <laughs> do that, that's what you need to do. You need to click six times before you find out it's... You wouldn't believe who Tom on, Lynch just signed for. Jump that's on what Twitter. you need to do. Jump on Twitter, oh listeners. Do you want us to... To, uh, start clickbaiting you. Just, uh, let us know. I, I remember um, it wasn't even this most recent contract, but the contract before that Nat Five signed. I remember there being articles coming out saying Nat Five signs monster deal for Sydney Swans. And I was reporting like it was this is in the middle of a season as well, where it's not physically. Yeah, I, why? Do, do how it. do they do that? Like, <laughs> and, then, and then it was like no, yeah, and then he signed for free like two days. The later, worst part is like up. people oh. share that stuff. Yeah, and they go, oh, look at this, idiots. look at this. You can't sign a deal yeah. with somebody midway through a season. People are idiots. Yeah. So, all right, we'll talk about Jeremy McGovern signed his big deal to stay. I was surprised they did, like, they said six million, which is a lot. Five years. Yeah, that is a lot for a key defender. It's the most, it's the most an Eagles player he's pretty of all good. time. And I have said that he's... He's rig of the week every week. Pretty so. piv- <laughs> he's pretty pivotal to their I, I agree. team, I think. I agree, but um, I mean, I think they just had to pay him that much to keep him. Yeah. Well, the question is now, and this is what was raised straight away after, is Gaff will does, be gone. Yeah. Do they think yeah. they're not? Because apparently, some, well, this like a rumor thing, but they're saying that they basically put to the both those guys. There's this amount of money here. Whichever one signs first is gonna get the majority of it, and the other one there'll only be whatever's left over. And so McGovern took the deal, whereas Gaff's still holding out. 
Why the St. Kilda? St. Kilda. Yeah. Which I don't know why you wouldn't sign if you were going to sign. You know what I mean? Oh, no, like, true. It, uh, that's what I'm saying. Because he would have offers on the table right now and say, say St. Kilda offered him a million dollars a yeah. year and he was offering him 700 grand. The only reason he hasn't signed is because he's going to go to St. Kilda. It's yeah, the only exactly. fucking reason. Because like, if you look back, and I know like Martin... Especially if they win a premiership or something. Yeah, Martin... Like, oh, I'm going now. Martin <laughs> said it and and Fife kind of... Oh, he didn't really say he was going to wait, but a lot of players will say like, oh, I'm waiting to the end of the year. Generally, if they do actually wait to the end of the year, they seem to always be leaving. Like Ablett and Dangerwood, they were like, we're waiting to the end of the year to do, and then they left. Whereas like Martin, I think he ended up signing in the, during the finals, didn't he? And Fife signed yeah. before the season, like halfway through the season last no, year. And yeah, so it's like they end up not holding. Yeah, if, I think if they're legitimately if just sign, sign before the end of the season. It happens before he's... the end of the season, yeah. If he waits till the season's over, then I think pretty safe to say he's probably leaving. Well, he will, he's leaving, we'll say that. And he is a Victorian. He is, yeah. And I mean, he's a good player. And he's only... How old is he? Does it say there? Not old, I'd say. Croft, Croft can find out. I think he's... I feel like he's 27, but... Twenty-six. Oh, in between us. Just turned yeah. twenty-six. He's, he's a handy player, and I think he's one of those guys that the better the team is, the, <clears> the <throat> yeah. better he is. I don't think he'd like. I don't think he's the kind of guy that would go to Gold Coast and win the best and fairest. No. But he would go to a team like Collingwood or Melbourne, like one of those teams. He'd really fit in and and help. He's like a cream. Yeah. He's a, but he's a pretty consistent performer and he's played pretty well in some of the seasons when West Coast haven't done that. He'll well. be up there in the, um, what do you call it? In Brownlow, yeah. He does poll traditionally, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Yeah, he must. they must just see Gaffey. Well, that was it. We'll see how he goes, Andrew Gaff. I don't know. What do you, what do, what's your gut feeling? You think he's, gonna, he's gone? Uh, yes. I've seen a lot of reports that he's staying, so I think he's going to go. <laughs> I reckon he'll go because I reckon he'll get offered like more money than maybe West Coast, West Coast yeah. think he's worth. Well, I think West Coast really need him though because they don't have a huge amount of the well, outside speed. That's the thing though. Like, They're I think weird, though, if you're a if you're well. a premiership team, I think you kind of need the you know if you're like a premiership team, you need skilled players taking a little bit less than they're worth. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's up to him now is like, is he prepared to take like the, less? Ge- the special, spe- particularly like the sustained, like Geelong, their little period and Hawthorne's period and probably even Brisbane well, in the early on. 2000s. They, they had guys take less money to keep everyone together. Keep all the, like they all got drafted together and they, they took less so they could stay together. Yeah. And that's how you build that dynasty for like a one-off premiership, like the Bulldogs or something. You know, it, it just turns out like you've got young guys that Everything haven't, got, clicks, a big, haven't yeah. got a big deal yet. Older guys that are maybe on like a, a veteran's salary or whatever, whatever it's called. What, what's it? There's a thing. There's a thing. It doesn't count. Of the, half of it cap, counts yeah. to the salary cap yeah, something yeah. when you're a veteran. Will Lysett resign? Don't care. No, yeah, that's, one of big, that's one of their big things though, honestly. He 100% will because Nat Nui's not, Nat Nui's not going to play for another year. Yeah, I know, but what do you, I reckon Lyson will get a deal, will get offers from other clubs. But that's, I mean, he's... But they'll pay him, but I'm saying West Coast will pay him his worth. No, but I was going to say, uh, other clubs can might push offer him for another five. I was going to say, Lyson used to be number one in another Lyson holds all the cards now because what? Because they got nothing else. Yeah. Like seriously, another yeah. club will offer him bigger money and a longer contract. 
Well, if they do, then he'll probably leave. But I think they'll offer him pretty substantial money to keep him because Nat Nui is definitely going to miss And all he'll of- just be asking for like a three-year deal. Nat Nui will all of next year be missing. So he'll be 100% required then. And even when Nat Nui's back, like they've played with both of them together, haven't they? Nat Nui is not a high percentage of game time Ruckman. No, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to reduce the salary cap. Um, not the salary cap, the interchange cap. <laughs> So I reckon West Coast, this is this is my vision, right, for West Coast. I think in two years' time, Kennedy, maybe towards the end of his career, I think they'll we'll see Nat Nui play a lot more as a forward and then Lysette would be rucking 100%. the majority of time. That's what I think will happen. So I think they'll be pretty keen to keep him because I think... They, but Vardy will get another, they would have, Vardy will get another uh, year now. They would have forward vision and they would be thinking that's what we're going to do. Any no. thoughts, Croft? Sounds sounds pretty sounds okay to me. Oh, okay. So last thing we'll talk about, and we've discussed it every week for the last oh ridiculous weeks. Is I can't like, believe it. Rule changes. The rules rule changes. The game. All right. So the la- the latest thing I saw. Love rule changes. Is they've toned it down apparently <sighs> in terms of um, field positions. So the latest thing they're su- they're suggesting is they want a six 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 formation, which is if you if you picture like a footy over with the magnets on the board. You know, your standard yep. like six back, six mid, six forwards at center square ball ups. And that's the, that's the as far as they think they're going to go next season in terms of set positioning. And then they're going to bring the interchange cap down again. And I think they said some other rule changes to be discussed or whatever. But those are still pretty shit rules. So, like, first oh, of all, what, first of all, what is starting positions actually accomplishing? Okay. So, the, the, and this will be my point. No, you always have starting positions anyway, really? You're always... Basically. I mean, yeah. you can go wherever you yeah. want, but I don't think, like, it's not going to solve congestion. It, exactly. It's not going to solve... So what it will do is, obviously, that just is going to stop teams. Th- that is not a solution to congestion. It might make it higher scoring because you're not going to be able to start a spare man in defense or multiple spare man. It would also... Like, I don't think it, it's, it's, a no, less, it's a lesser of the evils to me. Like, that's not the worst thing. Like, if they do that, that's like, okay, it's going to be like a traditional setup. What were the other ones? Uh, the interchange cap going down. But uh, the, the only thing that's going to speed it up is like no throw-ins. Whoever's out, I think you could. Oh, like, huh? so, like soccer style. But yeah, but I think that's shit because I think... Yeah, I'm saying, but if they want to speed yeah. it up, that will speed the game up. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And open it up. Yeah, but I, think it's, I just think it's shit because you already reduced the role of Ruckman the way the game's played. And I just think like it's part part of the game. Yeah, I agree. It makes it unique is the ruck contests. Like you don't have that in it. Well, you have kind of similar. Like you got a jump ball, I guess, in basketball that happens like very rarely. And then you've got the line out thing in rugby where they throw them up in the air. But it's just it's a unique part of the game to me. This the like I don't know why they're so dead against stoppages and clearances. Yeah, you're right. It's you one of the most that, unique parts of the game. Yeah. Like to me, it's a, it's a. Anyways, so but the six bring and third six, man up back. Having it only at center square, like center square ball ups, at least is not as bad as them doing it. They were saying every time there's a stoppage, hey, it like, couldn't work. How could you imagine everyone it? running back? The game like, would yeah, be so it slow. You'd have to wait. Yeah, it's it already too slow waiting for Ruckman to nominate. Yeah, now. it couldn't. Be it's done. already too slow doing it couldn't that. Be done. That would couldn't. speed the game up if they just got rid of the nominating Ruckman thing and the umpire just picked, just threw it up straight away. Oh yeah, for with, sure. Without just a word without of warning. Anybody, yeah, <laughs> because and they just like maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that means they'd have to loosen up the whole third man up thing. 
anyone goes for it. But or, or they just like or the <sighs> umpire just picks like the two tallest guys in the area or something. Like you, you're you're rucking against you or something like junior style where they just pick two kids and throw it up. Or you literally just say, it, "You are the two people that can ruck." That you have like you have like designated yeah. people. So you have your two ruckmen just on each team. I think, and they're the only ones that can do it. I so think, if they're not yeah. at the contest, no, only okay. the ruckman can tap. So not even just the ruckman, right? Yeah. So basically, they ball the ball up. And if more than one player from each team goes up, then it's a free kick to whichever the odd one is. So don't you can let anybody go contest it, but if yeah, there's an extra man in... I think, it's, I think it's better if you just oh, have your hard. designated ruckman for the entire game. But then are they going to play the entire game? No, you have two of them. You have two yeah, ruckmen. Okay. But the, the issue with what you said, Croft, is that in that situation, you'd have like what's kind of happening sometimes now where someone would just be standing there with their opponent next to him, and the guy on the outside would just run in and jump, and then they'd be like, oh, "I was the ruckman," and you'd have to give him a free kick for being shepherded out. And the other guy's not competing against them for the ruck. They're yeah, just that's there, true. You know what I mean? So yeah. That's the that's the only, that's why that. I don't I, think I it's too bad anyway. Well, and that's the way it is. The moment it's not. They've got used to it. It's got quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it too was bad. too. So yeah. So the six 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 thing, I think, is okay, but it's not going to help with congestion. Yeah, it doesn't solve a problem though. That's the thing. Like it, it might it'll make it higher scoring because you won't have a loose defender. And it'll also mean, like maybe more exciting in some in those odd odd rare late game situations, like the Frio. Well, I mean, it worked out anyway for Frio, but the Frio Richmond game last year, where Monday they had the clearance and Rocky Neal kicked it to Monday. In that situation, you know, Richmond had like three spare defenders that time. They wouldn't have had any spare, so it would have been six on six. And it, you know, you're more likely to see last minute goals, last minute shots at goal from center square clearances or whatever. I think so that's it, a, it that's the thing. It it's slightly like, high scoring. It's it's not good. It's not going to change enough for it to even be considered being brought in. Like it's not going to change enough of the game. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. So yeah, it's, I think it's, it's pretty pointless. pointless. So Except for if the, you, it's only going to affect if your team gets a clean possession and kick it to the forward fifty straight out of straight out of the center square it, because then you can drop a player back after the ball's yeah. been bounced. It, so what it will Yeah, of course. So it doesn't like, eliminate spare man in no. defense. It does it just eliminates it right it just eliminates it right at the center. Yeah. yeah. So it still stops it, it though at the end where it's like a really tense yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 It's something from flooding heaps numbers. But yeah. what what it will do is it Which will is good. significantly advantage teams that are strong in center square clearances because what you'd normally do, like if you're losing this, if you're if you're not like Sydney, for example, they give up a lot of center square clearances and they work from the back, so they'd have like Rampy as a loose man. So you're just like, okay, you're going to win the clearance, but we got numbers here, and then we'll work it up. It's, it's still not going to work. It's still going to work. It's still going to work because all they're going to do is they'll have say someone like uh, they want an extra man back, or they'll be like, okay, we want yeah, an extra no, man back. We're yeah. just going to put him start him on, in, the start, him the, start him on the wing right close to the fucking fifty line. Yeah. That's well, that's the other thing is like they've said, so you've got four in the middle, or whatever, two wingmen, but it's like, is there going to be lines on the, the wingmen right at the, the back square? square where like the wingmen the, have, they to have to be, to start, or how yeah. far down the side of the square can they be? Because that's what I was thinking exactly. You could just have, so if you were, I'll, I'll use like Fremantle's down because I know them the best. So if you were Fremantle, you what you'd probably would just do is you'd have like. Brad Hill start at half forward and Luke Ryan start in the wing and then as soon as the ball gets thrown up Luke Ryan just sprints back and exactly and it's extra the man and back and that's it yeah. so that's what will happen 100% yeah but it will like if you are quick you'd be still be your full forward could still be one out kind yeah. of things and you think about free, like Sandlands to five and they kick it forward and then you get one on one for like Brennan Cox or something um, you know it could or if Richmond gets Tom Lynch like they could be 
tapping it down. Dustin Martin runs out, kicks it. Tom Lynch is one out. It's just like, I, I, I feel like real clean. There like will be happens. more score from stoppages. I feel like real, real clean center bounces don't actually happen all like that well, often. No, like they happen, but they don't yeah, happen all But that. normally they don't happen because a lot of teams like Melbourne do it, Freo do it. Carlton probably do it. Uh, Carlton and shit, they probably don't do it. The a, lot best. Of, a lot of teams start <laughs> start a, uh, a half forward or whatever on the back of the square. Like Freo do it with Walters a lot. And even Lockie Neal, he starts out of the middle back of the square and runs straight in. Yeah. So it's like having an extra sweeper. So that's why you don't often see that running out of the middle. But even like a hack, just getting it and kicking it inside 50 and they're not being a loose there. Because that's where the loose really wins. If you get clear, the loose is relevant a lot of times anyway. But it's the hack kick where the loose normally marks it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a cook this week? Um, yeah. Nah. Nah, yeah. Look. All right, let's Look. do our tips. You can, if you, right, tip. if you this come is, up with a cook while we're tipping. It's been a bit fucking... Uh, this season... I th- okay, let's go to tips. Okay. Yeah, just do Essendon ones. versus Sydney. Oh, I'm going to say Sydney because they lost last week and they are better away from home than they are at home. Yeah, I'll tip Sydney. Sydney. And Essendon weren't convinced. Richmond versus Collingwood. Richmond. Rich, Rich, oh, Richmond. Yeah. Richmond uh, the best team in the Who did conference. Collingwood play? Oh, Collingwood won last round. Oh, yeah, I thought so. I thought I was around behind. Yeah, Richmond. Uh, Geelong versus the Brisbane Lions. Geelong. Geelong. How good at Brisbane? Fuck. They've been good. Brisbane, Brisbane been good. They should have won. They'll be smashed. They should have won. Yeah, no, Geelong will win. And I mean, they're not even in the eight. Uh, GWS versus St. Kilda. GWS. GWS. Uh, Suns versus Carlton. You know what? Well, I thought it was going to be close, but the Suns won, beat Sydney, so going for the Suns. No, they won. They're going to be all pumped up about it. Carlton's going to Carlton can't beat anybody. Carlton will get smashed. Yep, I agree. Adelaide versus Melbourne. 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 I'm all about Melbourne. We're at Adelaide. They're 36 as well. Ooh. I'd like Melbourne to win because otherwise Melbourne going to do what they did last year. I want a Melbourne-Richmond grand final. Melbourne are going to do what they... Um, this, no, they're not. They're going to do what they did last year. They're going to miss out. It's a high fucking... The they're going to shit the bed. It's a high possibility. Uh, North Melbourne versus the Eagles. I will tip North Melbourne. Wait, wait oh, that's in Tasmania. Tasmania. West Coast. North Melbourne have to win well, to make the finals. Make, they're West Coast. I don't want to make the finals. They're boring. West Coast. Okay. Come on, West Coast. I think you're right. I think West Coast are going to win. But Oh, Guerrilla Gaming started playing Divinity, Original Sin 2. Western Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide. Mars Stadium. Is that Northern Territory? Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. No, it's in Mars, you dickhead. Yeah, Look Port, at it. Port Mars. Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Uh, the Fremantle, Fremantle Dorkers versus Hawthorne. Freo beat Hawthorne in a long time. I'm going to tip Freo. I reckon Harley Bennell's going to play and kick three goals. Oh. Um, Stephen Hill might be back this week and also oh. Sandlins might be back. I think Ryan Crowley might tag Tom Mitchell, <laughs> so I'm not... <laughs> do, you do, do you have a tagger? Uh, Bailey Banfield. Will he be able to shut down Tom Mitchell? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he'd probably he'd keep him to 30 at least. Okay, so I won't put him as captain this week. Yeah. That's what I'm asking He'll definitely for. tag. How do you supercoach go? I got nearly 2,600 this week. Yeah, considering I have no Ruckman left that are playing. I'm going to tip Hawthorne, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, I'm tipping Hawthorne. Um, yeah, I went pretty good. Yeah, so, all right. Yeah, so I tip Fremantle, you both tipped Hawthorne. All right, that's pretty much it for the podcast. I'm just going to look and tell you. Cook. I got to cook. You got to cook, okay. Your one- face! This one's for you, Adam, because you mentioned this, and I actually kind of agree. So I don't get, I don't really get wrapped up in the whole. You know, I, to, I, I go for a Victorian team, so I don't really get caught up in the whole 
Victorian bias too much, but uh, Collie did have a little bit of a whinge the other day, and I kind of agree with what him. What did he a have a whinge bit. about? Was that they were talking about Richmond Collingwood, was it? And they were like, oh, the two top teams, blah, blah, this and that, and it's going to be great and everything. And they just completely ignored the fact that West Coast actually was second. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, the two top teams playing each other, both Victorians, they should change it to a night game. They're like, um, sorry, the two top teams are <laughs> Richmond and West Coast. I think maybe the Eagles hadn't played yet at that stage and that might have affected... It's like, irrelevant. They, 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 do, they do totally ignore anyone that's not Victorian, the Victorian. It's absolute bullshit. Okay, so last week, Bailey Banfield tagged Zach. Are you finished? Are you yeah, finished? that's pretty much it. Biased Melbourne. But he tagged Zach Merritt. Didn't Zach Merritt have like his... He had 28 possessions, but it's I like think... It's like best game of the season. No, no, I, think, <laughs> I think they dropped the tag at three-quarter time okay. because Freo was losing. So Because Banfield had 22 possessions of his own. I, I remember in the first half, only part of the game I watched was the first half and they were saying how Merritt had hardly touched it. Oh, well, that's fine then. I think... So I think... Yeah, Mitchell so, will get thirty probably. I'm no, no, he he'll get he'll him. get thirty to three quarter time, and then he'll get another twenty five in the last quarter. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, he, he's due for an off. He's due for an off week, Tom Mitchell. Anyway, so unless they tag Isaac Smith, but sometimes Freer do that. He's due for an off week. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we got time for. That's so. it. I'm gonna get you some eggs. Everybody, get your eggs yeah. in your Keep so, well. Keep well. Keep well.